This Our People and Mother Earth on KWSO was originally broadcast in 2012. This is Our People and Mother Earth on KWSO. The Root Feast was held to thank the Creator for our tribe's sacred edible roots, and the tribal members are free to gather the sacred foods. A KWSO interview with tribal elder and ceremonial food gatherer for the Longhouse, Nola Heath Kuipama, was done, and today she explains her family's teaching of gathering the sacred foods and the importance of gathering the sacred foods. My name is Nola Heathquipama Ichishkin Mamayat, and my parents were Nathan Heath, Lily Heath. How old were you when you learned about our, our tribe's edible roots, and how did you learn to dig for them? Growing up, I, as a young child, went out with my mother and grandmother. When I stayed in schoolie with my grandmother, we walk. We would walk to areas to go dig the roots and horseback. We rode horseback up Webster. Just learned what kind of roots to dig in each area there we go to. They're not all in the same ones. You have to go different areas for different routes. So uh, when you rode horseback uh, when you were young, you stayed at the mouth of the Warm Springs River? Yes, I did. And you had to ride up that steep hill to get on top of Webster Flat? Yes, we did. I think a lot of our our younger people don't understand, you know, how dedicated our people were to, to gathering the roots. But did you dig roots right away when you were riding up there with them? We'd dig a little while, then they'd let me play. I was only one there, so. And then call back again to dig again. It was not just consistent. On these other places that you went, did you ever camp and dig longer than just one day? Yes, we would go out to, like, Prineville, Helena and stay for weeks or at a time, come back and peel and get them ready for drying and go out again. Can you explain why there's a difference today uh, as far as how much roots are ready for our, our ceremonies that we use our roots for? Yeah, a long time ago, they everybody we provided and bring in what, what little they can, and I've always remembered having to come and go bring them in and providing for whatever was going on, be it feast or memorials, funerals. And now very few people go out and gather them anymore because there's two, three of us always coming asking for roots for memorial or for funeral. And I end up donating, you know, what, what food I have, roots I have to. Do they try to pay you? Some ask to do that, but I donate. I don't I don't sell my roots. So the, the food is sacred there that way. I says, you don't sell it. So I says, I donate it in for, you know, with some people we trade, they'll we trade whatever for them. But I, don't, I says, I don't, I don't sell them. It's it's something I was taught not they're not for selling. I used to always go with my parents in when my father died. My mother was in mourning and couldn't go dig. And usually they go with the eldest daughter. And my older sister was not available. She was married down in in Warm Springs and wasn't available. My other older sister couldn't drive. She stayed home and 
did the meals for us. And so I was the one to take my mother's place at year. And they says, once you get picked to, to go do that, you're in there for life. You can't say, no, I don't want to do it anymore or anything. You're, it, it, it's just, you're in there for your, the lifetime. And from there, I picked not my oldest daughter, second oldest, and and two out of the age groups. So I have two that can take my place right after or anything. If I'm not here or busy someplace else, I have two picked already to be there to take my place. And down the line, I have two in each age category down the line to the babies. I've got them down where... So you informed the family... Yes. Of the importance of this and what their responsibility is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you inherit anything to signify that you're a ceremonial food gatherer that you wear through the ceremony at the longhouse? Yes, I, the patlapa, the hat that um, my mother wore was given to me to wear. In each one of, like I have two others, they have their own, but I, I keep them. And when we go, then they use the ones that um, they pick to to use. But I I just keep track of them and keep keep them because they're keepsakes. So they're only supposed the the is supposed to only be worn uh, during the ceremony, or well, it was set that way that it was only to be used for that. And anymore, people use them when they go dance or. Whatever, but I I don't go dance, so I don't use. <laughs> well, I dance, but then I have other beaded ones that my sister made for me and special, and then that was what I used out if I, I went, but I seldom go. Nola Heath Kweepama talks of the importance of the young tribal members to be taught how to gather and care for the traditional foods. It is very important for the younger ones to go out to dig the roots and, and, and learn to prepare them so as they get older they know and they can teach their younger ones to follow through with preparing the traditional foods for the feasts or for memorials and whatnot. It, it is very important they learn how to do the digging and drying and the roots and huckleberries and chokecherries, what, what we use, all the traditional foods. I know at the early childhood programs, you guys, you know, pick some days to take the young children out to show them the importance of the roots. And what's your take about, I know that's important and I know they remember and Possibly few of those kids are going to pick up a cup and later on in life and carry on this sacred tribal need that that we've been handed down through the generations. And What about the parents? What role do you see them taking on after you guys show the young kids the sickness of going out and gathering root? On the parents, I really encourage them to continue to um, show them, take them to show them, you know, it is important to go out there to dig the roots. You know, as as you said, I've we've taken our Head Start kids out there, and they learn. And it, it's a really excitement to them to learn. And some of them 
have approached me later on, remembering that this is what, you know, they did when they were in Head Start. I, I, some of them's graduated and gone to college, and they, and they come and approach me and say, well, I learned this at when I was in your room. <laughs> and and it, it's just, and that makes me feel, you know, good that they've, they've, they remember all of that. And Nola shares how her grandmother and other relatives traveled to various places to gather traditional foods and how fun it was back then. Today, it has changed. With my grandma, when I stayed with her, she didn't know how to drive. And we walked from schooling, we walked to different areas. And it was an all-day thing. We'd go, we'd walk, take lunch, and go to the different areas, um over the hill from where where we lived and get back again late and go again the next day till there was till there were, till, till we figured we had enough you know that would last throughout the winter and for whatever you know the memorials and and in like new years we'd always have to have you know some traditional foods when we have our our New Year's dinners and whatnot, and as I remember, we always would have to take and then roots for for that, and so we had to prepare all the foods and everything for for that for the New Year's and whatever else. Long time ago, we used to all the families used to bring in and chip in whatever foods they have, and they just tell one another. You know, I have this and this and this. So there was lots of food. There was lots of food. And it was all donated by the people involved in in the longhouse that always went, you know, to Sunday service and whatnot. And every Sunday service, each each one donated the roots, huckleberries or cherries and whatever else kind of food, the meats. It was like this family had the meats and what not like that, and so they just kind of depended on one another, you know, to bring in all the different, the, all the foods that was there for the meals. Now the tribes donate money to buy all the food. You know, but we rode horseback, and then when we got the cars and go to the different places, and our neighbor didn't know, didn't know how to drive, so she always went with us, and Kasa, all the ones, we all went as a group, Lily Mianis and Florence, Pete, all of them, we'd all go on, on one rig, and I always drove. It was a lot of fun, I mean, when there was a group of us going like that, and it, it was laughter all the time. <laughs> and so it's just... Um, Something I learned from from my mom and my dad, he'd always say, you've got to get in there to help no matter what, like funerals. You don't just sit back and, you know, not do nothing. You've got to help wherever needs to be helped, or, you know, with uh, giveaway stuff or whatever, you know. Always reminded me about, you know, you got to get in there and help with whatever it is that needs to be helped, and in a good way. And so just there's always laughter, you know, and it's a lot of fun then when you 
get get together that way. Yeah, I, I, that's what I miss is, you know, from your mom and that generation and does uh, touch me to hear you talk about that because that's what I remember is from your mom and your grandma and, you know, and the mother people that you named. They enjoyed their role of a woman and I really enjoyed being around, you know, your mom and your grandma and all those elders from that era because that's what I remember is they enjoyed and laughed and didn't slam pots around and pans and, you know, and it, it was it was good to be a young person around those elderly women to demonstrate, you know, how we must love life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'll give you that time to to say some last words in regard to the importance of our sacred foods and thanking the Creator for them. Just um, for parents to continue to, you know, teach them to take them out and 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 dig and prepare the food. Dry, there's drying and there's, you know, freezing, different ways to store them too. So it's just an encouragement to parents to continue to teach their children to do that. A KWSO interview about the sacred edible roots of the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs featuring tribal elder and ceremonial food gatherer Nola Heath Kuipama on Our People and Mother Earth here on KWSO.